Welcome to this bonus episode of the Food Fight Podcast from EIT Food. In these episodes, we want to shine a light on new projects and agri-food startups and hear about their efforts to fight for a better food future. This week, we're handing over to Isaac Burzin to tell us about Vaxa, a startup using new cutting-edge technology to cultivate omega-3-rich algae. Hi, my name is Isaac Berzin. I'm the CTO of Vaxa Technologies. We're part of the EAT Food Rising Food Stars, and we're fighting for the future of food because I think the humanity is at a junction in which we cannot continue with producing food the way we've done in the last uh, centuries. So change is coming, and we would like to be part of this change. At Vaxa Technologies, we're converting uh, clean energy to sustainable food. We're doing it by cultivating microalgae in a system that's integrated with one of the world's largest uh, geothermal power plants. So we use clean energy, we use the waste heat, we use the hot water, the cold water, and all this basket of inputs to cultivate microalgae in a sustainable way. And we create a basket of very interesting food products like proteins and essential fatty acids like omega-3s and food coloring. So it's a, it's a basket of nutrition coming from converting energy to food. Microalgae present a very interesting food um, option because it grows by cell division with no infrastructure, no leaves, no stems, and it's a basket of nutrition. And algae is something you harvest every day. You remove about 20% of the algae on a daily basis and the next day it's full again. So it's more like milking a cow than cultivating a plant, but that's the beauty here. So it's biology on steroids and then nothing goes to waste. There's an expression in Japanese, mutai nai, which means waste not. That's, I think, the ultimate expression of mutai nai. It's something that's 100% basically food value. If you'll come to visit the Vaxa production facility, it looks like a little bit, um, I would say futuristic, a little bit something out of this world. So what you're gonna see are uh, large cultivation panels. You can imagine them being about two and a half meters high and two and a half meters wide. And uh, these growth panels are hugged by LED lights, uh, red and blue, so together it looks like purplish. We bubble CO2-enriched air in the bottom of these panels, so it's bubbly and kind of, so you see the light and the bubbling action. This is uh, how you cultivate uh, microalgae in vertical farming. So just as people are looking into cultivating, you know, uh, lettuce or, or, or strawberries in vertical farming, we do the same with microalgae. By the way, Vaxa means grow in Icelandic. And this is what we do. We believe that we grow life in a very different way that, than we used to do it. So if you think about the history of men and food, right, or humanity and food, there was a time in which we were hunter-gatherers. And then uh, when we ran out of bananas in the jungle, we decided to cultivate bananas. In doing so, we, I would say, used or abused finite resources like land and water. Land, I mean fertile land, and water, I mean fresh water. Till we're at the point now that we, we don't have enough fresh water and we don't have enough fertile land to continue with the way uh, we're doing things like a business as usual. 
So we need to think about obtaining feed and food from different resources. Some people look into, you know, uh, all kinds of cockroaches or whatever. Some people think about, you know, so what we're trying to do is we're trying to reach out to the basis of the food pyramid in, in the marine ecosystem, which is microalgae. And we're just cultivating them in a vertical system that requires a very small footprint. We're using LED lights, not the sunlight. So we have a very efficient 24-7 production. And we control growth conditions to maintain a very high nutritional profile. We do not associate algae with food on our plate. My answer to this is, imagine the discussion before someone invented the French baguette. I'm going to take you to this field of wheat and I'm going to say, you see this wheat thing, this, uh, these little things, you know, we're going to collect them with a machine we're going to invent. It's going to call combine. Don't worry about it. We'll invent it. And then we're going to collect all these little things and then we're going to grind them to a white powder. And then we're going to add water and yeast and then we're going to put it in the oven. It's going to be great. Don't worry about it. You're going to look at me like I'm crazy and just going to walk away. But after eating a French baguette, it's going to be a whole different discussion. So the challenge I think we have now is to create yummy, interesting foods from algae. The fact that you had your algae-based hamburger doesn't mean that it's green or when you smile, you're going to have green teeth or you're going to suffer from a horrific taste, but it's a good for the environment thing. No, it should be a cool experience, nutritious experience that you want to you have. You're going to choose it over the alternative just because it's so yummy. So I think that's where we stand right now is how to bring to market interesting food. And for this, we need another component, not only cultivating the algae, but something that's called biorefinery, that's going to convert the algae to a basket of interesting, nutritious, and I would say that the user experience should be very positive. So that's where we are at today. EIT Food is a group of uh, companies, I would say, that believe in a different future. They don't only believe in a different future, they want to shape this future, and also they understand the gap to market. For instance, the Rising Food Star is a unique program that puts, with all due respect, small companies like Vaxa Technologies with uh, industry giants, and no one is laughing around the table. The, it's a serious discussion about how we solve the problem of humanity together. So I think especially for young companies, this uh, is a very important framework. And I would say for the large companies as well, because they understand, they acknowledge that innovation usually doesn't come from large bureaucratical companies. They need to find innovation out of their scope, but they need to support it and promote it and help it to become a reality. So I think it's a very interesting opportunity that's been created by EIT Food. Don't choose something that's unsustainable, that you're going to just create the next problem to be solved. Think about something that could carry humanity in a fair, transparent, positive way for generations to come. I think a lot of the fact that we're sitting here was because of what people have done, you know, hundreds of years before us. And it's our obligation to live something better for the next generation. So sometimes you have to look a little bit like driving a car. You don't look like two centimeters away from the car. You, you, you look like a few meters ahead, right? That's how you drive your car. So this industry needs to drive itself that way. Don't look at like tomorrow. Look a little bit beyond that and make the right decisions. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of the Food Fight Podcast. To find out more and to learn how you can get involved in the fight for a better food future, 
head over to eitfood.eu forward slash podcast. For more information on Vaxa, head over to vaxa.life.